This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. The praying mantis will kill and eat hummingbirds. Is that true or false? It I is absolutely true. true. What? You're telling absolutely me a, a, a stick of a creature? Things are about to get ugly. <laughs> That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Trivia Friday here on American Family Radio. Thank you for listening to AFR. Trivia Friday is here. And um, Ed Vitagliano, good morning, Ed. Is also here. Is also here. Good morning. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. J.J. Jasper? I'm glad to be here. Last week I was in Kansas, Salina, Kansas. Had a little bit of an adventure going and coming. Did you feel that earthquake that hit out there? My wife asked me that. She said, hey, they just had an earthquake, but I I missed that. It's an earthquake somewhere between, uh, somewhere on the Oklahoma-Kansas line or something. I heard the music in my head. I feel the earth move (laughs) under my feet. Oh, good. Now I I can hear it. Now I can hear the music. (laughs) Isn't it something tumbling down or after that? <laughs> no, that was, the, that was the song they had there with Jericho when Joshua and his men <laughs> Is went Is that around. what they were singing? That was the tumbling down part. That, they, they were the ones that got that song. Trivia Friday on American Family Radio, also known as Learning University. University. Learning University is on the air. We're going to open up the phone lines momentarily. Actually, they're already open. And here's the phone number to reach us if uh, you want to ask or answer. A trivia question. Phone number is 888-589-8840. Please don't call if you've gotten on the air with us in the last eight weeks. We have an eight-week waiting period between on-air appearances. 888-589-8840. Ed, what are the other ground rules associated with this here Fine Learning University institution? The other ground rules? Or the institution of finer learning. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you're talking about the T-shirt. Uh, yeah. The you know the things we do every week. We tell everybody. Okay, here's. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that. Okay. I'm lost. Well, I thought we already have yeah, one rule. The t-shirt. Oh, the T-shirt. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, we have a T-shirt we want to give away. We want to give this T-shirt away. Uh-huh. Now, first of all, if you want to see it, you can go to YouTube or Facebook and. Uh, search for today's issues and click through, and you will see our smiling faces. And we are holding up what's called a Learning University Trivia Friday T-shirt with our beautiful faces on it in caricature form. <laughs> if and you'd like to laugh win- out loud, <laughs> and some people may just chuckle to yeah. themselves, but yeah. they will laugh at yes. this. Uh, if you want to win this, mm-hmm. all you have to do is answer one of these nine questions we have. That's you don't all. know which one it is, thus it's a mystery question. And if you do that, mm-hmm. you will hear this sound. The uh, beloved yes. cowbell. The beloved cowbell. I, I was a little bladed there yes. about the beloved cowbell. <laughs> that will let you know that you have answered the mystery question correctly, and you will win a free T-shirt. Now, if you want to just buy one, yes, let's say you up. don't want to go through all that. You don't want to go through that whole process to win the T-shirt because you don't know what question it is. Mm-hmm. might be a, one, a question mm-hmm. you answer, and it's not the mystery question. It can question. be discouraging. It can be. But if you want to just drive through the pain and that discouragement it. and 
buy a T-shirt, uh, Amen. You just go to, you go to afastore.net. You can buy you one. Come on, right there. One of these T-shirts, maybe more. And let me tell you something. It is not as long as you think before Christmas is going to be here. Go ahead. That's right. And as JJ always says, these make great stocking stuffers. Summer, look, summer's coming up. Spring's coming up. Mm-hmm. You're going to be going to, going to picnics and all yes. that kind of stuff. And no longer, Lord willing, uh, socially distancing. You you may go to a picnic and hug somebody. Well, you can hug someone in one of these T-shirts. Hey, guys. I was, I, I, was, uh, I did a banquet for At Stake Ministries, a wonderful ministry, counseling ministry in Brookville, Kansas. Uh, Norm and Jen Jennings and Julie and Tyler and, Got to meet Michelle and Brett, our Kansas friends who volunteer for Sherathon every year. Russ and Lori, Wayne and Bev, Gary and Chris, they they were there. But they were going to, I was going to get there early and meet with the staff and eat lunch. They had a bunch of trivia questions prepared <laughs> to ask me because they're, they just love learning university so much. But because of flight delays, the snow and ice and everything, I got there with just a little bit of time to get ready and and you know have the banquet. Did you at least get the trivia questions? No, no, I didn't give it. I didn't get the. Should have got them. You, you, you wouldn't have. I could have used any those. research for. Yeah, for weeks. All right, if you're listening, Norm and Jen, send those questions on. Save me some uh, some research right. time. Right. Yeah, That's great right. folks, wonderful ministry, Salina, Kansas. We have a lot of AFR listeners there. Yeah. Would you like a, a hotel a room dinner that kind of thing? That's what it was. It okay. was at the Hilton. And so they had the banquet room, and it was just really nice, great so, food, and wonderful yeah. time. Just one question: Chicken cordon bleu? <laughs> <laughs> huh? That's that's the staple for every banquet I've ever been to in a hotel room. In a hotel, room. I, I, what about a banquet? Don't don't we all wish that a banquet would have like hot uh, hot dogs, chicken strips? French yeah, fries. Chicken cordon bleu, about nine out of ten. Yeah. Oh, I got to uh. tell you, so a couple of weeks ago, I was in northeast Colorado, and I saw on the thing, like with the menu and thanking people, beef donated by so-and-so ranch, wow. and it was knocked out the best food and the same thing at Kansas. It was not the rubber chicken that Farm you Farm to table, huh? It was really some rubber, real, real good chicken. food. Yeah. <laughs> good rubber farmer. chicken and uh, green beans right out of a can. <laughs> How many banquets have we been to that have had that kind of food? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, Ed, would you please present to the uh, audio, to the student body here your three questions? Unto them? Yes, unto okay. them. Okay. I'm using King James. Okay. All right. As much as I can today. I don't know whether this, this is, is a good James thing or, or something to apologize for, but when I was going through that, I realized these first three questions are geography questions. So I hope you guys are really thinking and, you know, not expecting some easy, you know, Bible question, you know, like I usually throw out there. All right, three questions. What is the circumference of the earth? Mm-hmm. You, you draw that line around its middle. What is the circumference like, of like the earth? Like in miles or what? In miles, and I'll take it within a thousand. Okay. You can be within a thousand. Okay. So that's pretty good. That's, that's oh yeah, that's that's, helpful. A, that's a, but this that's is one of those a, things you learn. That's in, about an eight or nine on a scale of ten. Oh, we uh, we learned this in grammar school. Yeah, you remember the circumference of the earth? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. times pi. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Second question. R square. R square. Pi's are pi's are round. Uh, that's what you right. learn at college, boy. <laughs> you know, I didn't learn you know that joke, don't you, JJ? Mm-hmm. Pi's are round. Yeah, you come. <laughs> Dad sent his son off to college. Yeah, son comes back after a couple of 
uh, years and says, well, son, tell me what you learned. I learned, Dad, that power square. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ain't going back to that school, boy. I'm not getting my money's worth. <laughs> you ain't going back. Everybody knows pies come are here. around. Shirley, come here and listen to this boy. Power square. Go ahead, Ed. All right. So, yeah, sure. Go ahead now. I got to follow that. All right, second question. Counting the oceans, what is considered the lowest point on Earth? Now, I personally was there last week during all that ice We've all snow. been there. I was at the lowest point. On them. Yeah, we but, have our lowest point. Count- Melanie, one of her friends, she's on, on social media. She said, well, I opened my window to look out and see which plague from Revelation we're on today. <laughs> <laughs> For us here, it's I thought that was pretty clever. Flood. All right, so counting the oceans, what is considered the lowest point on Earth? Oh, counting the oceans. Counting the oceans. Okay. Uh, third, if you drive south from this U.S. continental mm-hmm. city, you will arrive in Canada. What city is it? I know that sounds weird. If you drive south from this U.S. continental city, I'm talking about the lower 48, not counting Alaska, you will arrive in Canada. What that city is it? Doesn't sound weird to me when uh, Tim Wildman was the travel agent for Marvin <laughs> Sanders and uh, Mitchell Toll and me. Uh, we experienced some of that same kind of thing. <laughs> right. You, dro- <laughs> you drove north and, and wound up in Guatemala. That's about when we used our thumb and our index finger <laughs> on a map, on, on an atlas. He's telling the absolute how far truth. Going. That's what he said. He it's said, what's well, It's just that far. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it by that much. Missed it by that much. All right, you're up, JJ. Here we go. First question, a Bible question. Who came to visit and question Solomon after hearing of his fame and success? Second question, medical question. Mm-hmm. What is the more common name for umbilicus? What is the more common name for umbilicus? Third question. That's a Batman villain, isn't it? Yeah, they, they wound up being a Batman villain. I saw two guys getting a fight <laughs> one time when the other fella called him. And, um, it is a fighting uh, word. Yeah, huh? you and the umbilicus you wrote in. Yeah. yeah. That's like those two turkeys that got in a fight right there around Thanksgiving. So sad. One got the stuffing beat out of him. <laughs> I mean, it's just terrible when you think about it. You got yes, the it um, is. umbilicus beat out of him. <laughs> hey, all right here's my third here's my third question mm-hmm. um true or false it is impossible i said it is impossible to catch a cold at the north pole is that true <laughs> or false it is impossible to catch a cold at the north pole true or false all right here are my three questions what do you get when you whip egg whites you cooks out there what do you get when you whip egg whites my daddy's stronger no. than your daddy <laughs> said the one egg wipe to the other one <laughs> number two what is the largest going on ed's uh, theme with uh, geography here what is the largest country in the world in terms of land area what is the largest country in the world in terms of land area and number three, who was the first, I said, the first Gentile to accept Christ? Ooh, good good Bible question. From the Bible. Can who? I share something tacky along those lines? <laughs> I, I heard this. I don't know who to share it with. So our students, I think, will appreciate it. Yeah. 
a Jewish guy said the reason that God created Gentiles is so they would have somebody to sell things to for retail. <laughs> oh, man. You really do have a joke for everything. But isn't he that just funny? Said, said, yeah. the word that Gentile, funny? said the word Gentile, and you had it. You went into the Rolodex and came up with a Gentile joke. Yeah, that's that just made me laugh. That's probably misappropriation it. of a Gentile. Oh, I'm sure someone's offended at, uh, even as we're Gentiles? speaking. That's yeah, why somebody's I had offended. That, I had that little there, bit of us. Do, do Gentiles, uh, do they have a group that they can go to to speak out against Gentile discrimination? We need one. That kind of thing? Yeah. Huh. Well, considering that the entire Stereo. world, except for Jews, and are Gentiles, that's a pretty big group. Gentile <laughs> gen, Gentile uh, stereotyping? <laughs> well, I think what JJ just did right yes, there. Yes, he did. I think we should be offended, but I'm not sure. Go ahead, Ed. Go to the phones. All right. we get in trouble. We're going to go to uh, – we're pr- past <laughs> we're that point. We're in trouble. Yeah. All right, let's, let's go to Virginia. And Sarah is on the line. Sarah, talk to us. Hi. How are you? We're doing good. Good. How, how are you doing? Good, sir. Where are you calling from? Fine. Where are you calling from um, in Virginia? Just south of Richmond. Is the ice and snow all gone, Sarah? Um. Yes, but the mud is here. Oh no! Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, do you don't like life? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The ice yeah. and snow melt, but the mud's left. Yeah, there's yeah. your parable. Hey, where do you pick up and go from there? That's there's your uh, moral of the story right there. <laughs> hey, Sarah, ask, answer, or do both, dear. I will do both. Which please. one you want to answer? Well, um, I will try to answer the first Gentile to accept Christ. Okay, who was, Sarah, the first Gentile to accept Christ? Well, I'm guessing the woman with the daughter who had an unclean spirit, that she told Jesus, um, even the dogs lick the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Um... <laughs> I'm stuck. Here. I remember that story. Great story. That he committed that her on your not, faith. That is not the answer I have. You're talking about from the book of uh, from the book of Acts. From the book of Acts. Uh huh. I think no, no. no I, well, you're talking to me, Tim. Tim well, is talking from oh, the okay. book of Acts. Yeah, and, and you're, you're, uh, Sarah. You are probably technically correct. I think what Tim is asking for is during the church age after Jesus. Oh, okay. Was well, right. he said. Jesus said to her. Um, woman, great is thy faith. Yes, yes. I think you're you're probably technically correct. I'm gonna give you that. a second guess, uh, Sarah. <clears throat> okay, so who is the first Gentile to accept Christ? It's in the Book of Acts, and that's to accept the good news of the gospel. Right. Yes, after that's what I mean. Jesus uh, you was know, raised from the dead. Cornelius. The Cornelius. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Wow. There you go. Look at you. Ready to go. The technical go, answer and the answer Tim was looking for. Absolutely. You knocked it out of the park. Way to go. Way to go, Sarah. <laughs> Okay, do uh, you have a question for us? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, a couple weeks ago, you asked what the largest dog breed was in terms of height. What is the largest dog breed in terms of weight? Okay, we're going to talk amongst ourselves, Sarah, so don't, don't say yes or no. St. Bernard sure. comes to mind immediately, guys. What do you all think? You, you're, you're, man, it's called Diane. <laughs> Yeah, but she, she, she knows all about dogs. She, uh, she could be a good lifeline. And then you got the hippopotamus. <laughs> That's a big old dog. Yeah, Saint Bernard. I, I'm leaning probably, toward JJ here. Probably today. close. I, I wouldn't know a different guess. I that 
If they weigh the barrel under his chin, <laughs> if you figure the weight yes, and the yes, barrel, right. I think that's going to yeah. put him. I just that, watched that movie a couple of nights ago. Uh, Beethoven just watched that again. That's a pretty big old dog. All right, so. you're gonna have you got you got the Saint Bernard, you got the Great Mastiff, right? Yeah, and the Mastiff. Great Pyrenees. I don't think I Great, know, Pyrenees. Great Pyrenees, Pyrenees is what is you not. go see when you're in it's Egypt. T- it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's tall, right? The, right, but it's going to be heavy and tall. If it's that tall, it's got to have some I, I, weight. I, I, okay, I, I'm going to say Mastiff. You okay. guys say okay. Saint Bernard. I think Saint Bernard. I'm going to go Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard, go ahead. Or Mastiff. All right. Well, um, you're uh, pretty much right when you say a Mastiff, but there are a bunch of different kinds of Mastiff. Okay, I'm picking and, the real heavy one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the woolly, the yeah. woolly mastiff. <laughs> you call him the big boy. <laughs> it's the Tibetan mastiff. That even and sounds they bad. Are, uh, they're supposed to be the oldest breed of mastiff that the others originated from, and they can be up to 280 pounds. What? Yeah, and almost they, 300 pounds. And they don't howl. They sit cross-legged <laughs> and they pinch their uh, <laughs> pa- fingers of their paws and they and they hum. <laughs> they say om. They, were used they say om. Um, to guard villages at night, they let them loose. Wow. I guess. I guess around. so. Who's gonna? Who's wow. gonna? Who's gonna wander? Who's gonna wander were, into a village with evil intentions? If you got something like that, I think that was the first dog to reach the. Peak of Mount Everest, too, uh, <laughs> right there. The Tibetan uh, Mastiff. Tibetan Mastiff. Well, I'll be. I'm going to have to look right. that dog up. Yeah. Hey, All right. Thank Sarah, you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. Great thank way you. to start us off this had, morning. Had you you know, i got to tell you, I've never heard of the Tibetan Mastiff. Me either. Before. No. Do you know anybody that has one? No. I, I, well, uh, a friend of mine had one. He called a it, his, named it Grasshopper. Grasshopper. <laughs> Grasshopper. You don't remember? Oh, you, that, is that, that a movie? Joke is, that joke is probably lost on most of our audience. Remember what was that show with David Carradine? He was. Uh, Are you talking about the Kung Fu Kung show? Fu. Yeah, Kung uh, Fu. It was called. Uh, what was that show called? Might have been called. Was it uh, called Kung Fu? Maybe. We'll look I, it up. I don't know, but anyway, David Carradine. I know what you're talking about. 70s. Remember, he was always uh, yeah. having these flashbacks with his yeah. uh, sensei or master yeah. or whatever, and Half he would the always show was call him. Uh, you must grab the pebble, yeah. grasshopper. Yeah, grasshopper. Was, yeah. But was that from a Tibetan? Is that <laughs> what made you think of that? I I, I just yeah. to me they were all the same there. Know. in we'll terms probably of, need to stop right there. <laughs> and all right. Move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you I say? We go to Arkansas. Yeah, I would say. How about that? Preston. Preston is on the line. Preston. Welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning. Thanks. Preston, what's up? Oh, just driving to work. Good. All right, Preston, brother. I was just in Little Rock last week. Man, you guys had a foot of snow. You got a lot of snow there in Arkansas. Yeah, it was uncharacteristic. We get it like once every five years. Yeah, crazy. Hey, you want to ask, answer, or do both? I'll do both. Which one do you want to answer? I will answer the elevation question. Uh, on the lowest, lowest point, point on Earth? Earth? Okay, counting the yeah. oceans, what is considered the lowest point on Earth, Preston? Okay, so I'm going to answer it twofold just to cover my bases. Um, above, or like surface-wise, the Dead Sea but if you consider, like, the depths of the ocean, there's a place called Challenger Deep in the Mariana Trench over in the Pacific. 
That is correct. Wow. And correct on, on both counts. The Dead look Sea, you, in terms of land, is the lowest point mm-hmm. on Earth. But Challenger Deep in the Mariana Trench in the western part of the Pacific Ocean, 36,000 feet below sea level. Oh, did submarines go down there? No, I don't think so. I don't think any, anything can get down get, there. Go. Remote subs, but not. Okay, so unmanned. Remote, remote unmanned. subs can go down there without exploding? Okay. Im- imploding, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, Joe, you're being a little picky there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> think, uh, you know what I'm saying? Just to have a little, well, we're, just doing, we're just doing a little trivia show. <laughs> and you call me out on imploding, exploding. I was, what, Preston, yeah. I was about to say imploding. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad it was you instead yeah. of me. Okay. Preston, uh, what's your question for us? Okay, um, so a lot of people get kind of um, amped up after eating dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, well, there must be a lot of caffeine in chocolate. Um, there's really actually not very much, but there's another chemical in Do you there. know that for sure, Preston? Wondering if you guys <laughs> you know that for sure? There's no caffeine in chocolate? You ever See, done your own scientific chemical you're, you're, test? You're on, you're on his bad list, mm-hmm. Preston. Sorry. I'm sorry, Preston. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just teasing with you, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead and ask your question. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, so I, I was wondering if you guys knew yeah. the name of the compound that is similar to caffeine that is also a little bit of stimulant. I've seen this on the box, and I'm not kidding because uh, – the, some of the girls in my family, they say if you get dark chocolate, it's not. It's actually it's actually good for you. It right. is, it's got yeah. a little bit of a bitter taste, but it's something you can live with. Yeah, yeah. But, above seventy two <laughs> cocoa. That's what yeah. it is. It's got Tokyo, the, but it, it's got cocoa, but it's got another word that I think he's looking for, and I can see it on the box, but I can't. Okay, remember. so are right, we going to talk amongst ourselves here, Preston? Okay, so don't say yes okay. or no. So it's so cocoa is the thing that gives the that's the bean part of it but then there's like this flavonoid or something yeah that, that, that just, makes it good for you yeah but it's something i think it's something, something different natural than yeah it's like coca and whatever and it says hey it's mm, at 70 percent 90 percent yeah go ahead and tell us preston okay i think what you guys are thinking of in the dark chocolate is the antioxidant level yes um but the, the chemical that is the stimulant is called theobromine Okay, I hadn't seen Theo Groming on the carton anywhere. So I graduated with him. Yeah, they, wouldn't, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't probably post that, but it was funny you said coca. Um, in the in the same like bot- botanical family, you've got coffee, cacao, and coca, which is what mm-hmm. cocaine is derived from. So Correct. technically, those are all like cousin chem- cousin plants. Which uh, also cocaine was in Coca Cola early on. In the green bottle. Yeah. In the green. Yeah, it was a green, green bottle in the 1800s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, okay, so it's, what did you call it? Theobro- theobromide? What was that? Yeah, theobromine. The, theobromine. Latin, the Latin name for the, the cocoa plant is called theobroma cacao, which means Latin theobroma is food of the god. Yeah. Here's, no, a, I, here's the deal, Preston. I was a wrestler in college. And a fella put that theobromine cow move on me, and I was out for eight weeks. And it got me behind in my studies, and it cost me a, a slot in the Olympics. That's a bad deal. Thank you, Brother Preston. Thank you, Preston. And thank you for bringing, thank frankly, you. a yeah. little a little bit of intellectual class to this mm-hmm. to this show here. So. Yes, Theo. sir. Thank you. Ed.
Nice to have an aerial dike call in. Ed, I got I got a dollar right here. I'm presenting to you. If you can tell me what he just said, <laughs> Theo, what? Theo bromide? Is that what he said? I think it is. Theo, thank there's you, your dollar, thank my you. friend. I wouldn't know. I couldn't remember it. Theo bromide. Uh, no, you got, you got grandkids. You need that yeah. dollar. You stop by the grocery store and pick me up some Theo bromide on the way home. I'm, it settles my your bag's stomach. going out. Helps settle your stomach. All right. Or. Okay. I graduated gonna, with that. We're going to. Theo. Theo Bromide. His yeah. whole family was crazy, yeah. frankly. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. On the next Today's Issues. We appreciate hearing from you. You can send us an email at comments at AFR.net. I pastor a small church, so I have to have a full-time job on the side. Uh, when I try to feed the flock, y'all feed me, and I thank God for y'all. If you want to uh, watch the show live, you can go to Facebook or YouTube. Just type in Today's Issues, and you can also access the stories that we talk about. Don't miss the next Today's Issues. Weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central on American Family Radio. We live in a day when America's families are under attack like never before. Buddy Smith, Senior Vice President of the American Family Association. The war against biblical principles rages on numerous fronts. The Internet, Hollywood, Washington, D.C., America's corporate boardrooms, and the list goes on. At American Family Association, we're committed to standing against the enemies of God, the enemies of your family, And we recognize it's an impossible task without God's favor and your partnership. Thank you for being faithful to pray for this ministry, to give financially, and to respond to our calls for activism. What you do on the home front is crucial to what we do on the battlefront. We praise God for your faithfulness. And may he give us many victories in the battles ahead as we work together to restore our nation's biblical foundations. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. We invite you to visit Liberty University. Whether you want to explore for a few hours or for a few days, you'll find a visiting opportunity to fit your schedule. Plan a visit to our Central Virginia campus and stay for an afternoon, a day, or an entire weekend. Or check out campus landmarks from the comfort of your home through our virtual experience. Plan your perfect visit by texting VISIT to 49596. Again, that's VISIT to 49596. Today I want to pay tribute to a beloved member of the American Toy Box, Mr. Potato Head. Thanks to the sex and gender revolutionaries, Mr. Potato Head is no longer a mister. The 70-year-old spud ungendered by Hasbro, the national toy maker. Hasbro said Mr. Potato Head needed a modern makeover, so Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head have now become the gender-neutral Potato Head. It's not the first toy to undergo a cancel culture makeover. Barbie now comes in all sorts of shades and shapes. Thomas the Tank added more female characters, and American Girl is now selling boy dolls. It's mighty sad what's happening in this country where a weird and perverse mob has declared war on our traditions and our toys. So farewell, Mr. Potato Head, whipped by the culture, smashed by political correctness, and deep-fried by Hasbro's half-baked makeover. I'm Todd Starnes. Here we come, walking down the street. 
get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. We're just trying to be friendly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can tell them boys is jacked up on theobromide <laughs> just by the way they sing. One of the all-time great mm-hmm. TV theme songs. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks for uh, joining us here on Trivia Friday on American Family Radio. Tim with Ed and JJ, and we uh, will repeat our questions that have heretofore. gone heretofore. unanswered. Heretofore gone unanswered. Heretofore needs to be brought back. And we're, you know, because it's rarely used today. Correct. And uh, so we're trying to do our part. That's right. So to, you, to preserve the cultural heritage of this English language. Right. And so the word heretofore is presented each week here during this hour and a half yes. as our doing our part. Yes. So go ahead. Th- th- about words, I saw a thing this morning. They said if you're with a new group and all of a sudden you have that senior moment, you can't remember a word, just say, how do you say that in English? <clears throat> well, then they're going to think you're bilingual instead of dumb. <laughs> I just if you if you just draw a blank, just throw in the phrase and things of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> that always works for me. Uh, people, that that, that'll just sort of fade. The conversation will end right there in a very pleasant way. Yes. And even if you forgot what in the heck you were talking about to begin <laughs> and with. And things, things of that, that nature. nature. Just end with in the things of that nature and just watch the people look at you and they'll shake their head. They'll nod their They'll, agree. Yeah. they'll be afraid not to. Right. Yeah, so I'm going to use that. Yeah. Things of, the, things of that nature. Things of that nature. All right. Here, here are my questions. I will add one. Uh, what... <laughs> What is the circumference? Pete, listen, we're giving, these are life lessons here. They are. These are, there are a lot of young men who are listening. It's not just trivia. That's right. They're thinking, I, I want to be able to find my way in life. How do I, when I go to a, a party or hanging out at high school or whatever, I don't want to feel dumb. You listen to us and you, you will make the grade. You get your intellectual etiquette. Yes. That's what I'm talking That's about. Right. You know. That's right. Like a mismanners or Mr. Manners, that kind of thing. That guy, that's that's true. You know. All right, a- Amy Vanderbilt. I'm a- thinking Amy of. Vanderbilt. Wasn't that her name? She wrote a book on manners. Am I not right about that? Look up, look it up. I think one of the manners is one of the things is you don't talk with your mouth full. I don't know if you you know rem- you got you me right there. That, I got nothing. <laughs> you can just nail me to the wall. You can just drop the mic now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. Was Amy Vanderbilt? She was. Uh, well, <laughs> shows shows. My upbringing. <laughs> my mom. Amy. My mom was a. Um, she was home a ec. home ec uh, teacher. She had her master's degree in home ec, so I learned all those names. Yeah, it was Amy Vanderbilt and things of that nature. <laughs> things of that nature. <laughs> things of that nature. Man, I missed that opportunity. I should have just dumped, dropped that in there. All right, here are my questions. What is the circumference of the Earth? You can be within a thousand miles. How's that? Because it's big. What is the circumference of the earth? All the way around it, folks. Second question. If you, Now, we're talking about the lower 48 states. If you drive due south from this U.S. city, you will arrive in Canada, if you can believe that. Unbelievable. What city is it? Pretty well-known city, by the way. And I'm going to add a Bible question. Admittedly, this is pretty easy, but that makes up for the circumference question. In the Gospels, how many of the 12 apostles were fishermen? 
by trade. Oh, that's In the Gospels, how many of the 12 apostles were fishermen by trade? Here's what I've got. First question, a Bible question. Who came to visit and question Solomon after hearing of his fame and success? Who traveled? Who came to visit and question Solomon, a famous person, after hearing of his fame and success? Second question, medical question. What is the more common name for umbilicus? What is the mo- more common name for umbilicus? I'm glad there is one. <laughs> you know, you hate to have to say that over and over and over and over and over and over again. I hope there's a more common one. Yeah, and then you get that life insurance thing, and you're just so thankful, that asterisk, that if you've got preconditioning, <laughs> yes. uh, any kind of umbilicus uh, yeah. situation, it's all covered. If you had your cord cut. Here's the third. Uh, here's the third question. True or false? It's impossible to catch a cold at the North Pole. Is that true or false? All right. Here are my three questions. One of them's already been answered. Uh, so here are my three questions. Um, what is the largest country in the world in terms of land area? What is the largest country in the world? We know China is the most populated, right? In terms of land mass. Got to be Israel. Uh, (laughs) uh, And things of that nature. (laughs) Yeah. Size Uh, of New Jersey. The entire nation is the size of New Jersey. All right. So number two is uh, what do you get when you whip egg whites? What do you get when you whip egg whites? You got an angry egg. (laughs) Starters. And then you got to deal with his brothers. (laughs) Every one of his brothers. And the chicken he rode in on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and things of that nature. <laughs> you people. All right. <clears throat> Number three. It's a new question. The Great Salt Lake in Utah is the largest salt lake in the United States. What is the second largest salt lake in the United States? I didn't even know there was one. I didn't either. But there is. Good question. And I will say this. It is within the geographical coverage of American Family Radio. So So there could be someone there listening. Or looking at it right now. Yeah. Okay. The second largest saltwater lake in the United States is what? Okay. I want to know the answer to that. All right. Back to the phones, Ed. All right. We go to North Carolina. Yes, we do. And Rick is on the line. Rick, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hey, good after, good morning, you guys. Um, I wanted to answer a question, and uh, I have a question to ask you guys. Uh, I wanted to answer one about Solomon. Yes, sir. Here's the question, Rick. Who came to visit and question Solomon after hearing of his fame and success? Uh, that would be uh, Queen of Sheba. Hey! Yay! <laughs> yes, sir, Rick. Queen of what now? Queen, Queen of, of Sheba. Sheba. Where was Sheba, Rick? Was was that Where, Ethiopia? Is it Ethiopia? I think. Yeah, I think it was the Ethiopia. Uh-huh. She was the uh, Ethiopian queen, and she she went on to uh, to create a company that now makes cat food. Because uh, really, you, yeah, you can get Queen of Sheba cat food. She was an entrepreneur. She was <laughs> absolutely true. Mm-hmm. No, you actually can. There is yeah. a Queen of. Sheba, I think, cat food. Hey, Rick, you know what that cowbell, you know what that means? Uh, yeah, the T-shirt? Yes, sir. You just won yourself a Learning University T-shirt. So stay on the line so they can get your uh, 
shirt size, and mailing address. Congratulations, buddy. Okay, uh, I would like to uh, pay it forward. That's all it means to you, That's all it means to you, Rick? That's all you got? <laughs> he, he said he wants to pay it forward. <laughs> okay. He's paying it forward. Yeah, so because, uh, yeah I, did win, I did win one couple years. Okay. Oh, good. Well, good <laughs> for you. Thank you for your generosity. All right, we'll remember that. The next person that answers the question correctly uh, wins the shirt. Thank, uh, yeah. Thanks to Rick. Thanks to Rick. Thanks to Rick. Go ahead, Rick. Fire away. I have a question for you guys. It's a baseball question. Uh, in 1976, uh, there was a rookie pitcher for the Detroit Tigers. Mark the Bird Fidrich. Nick- <laughs> hey, you didn't even give me a t- hey, <laughs> hey. If I hadn't said Detroit, would you, uh, if I hadn't said Detroit Tiger, I was going to say he was nicknamed the Bird. You probably still would have got it, would you? Hey, hey, Rick, let me tell you something funny. While you started saying I got a baseball question, Ed and I, unbeknownst to each other, we both pointed to Tim. <laughs> he didn't see it. He had his head down. We both pointed to him. <laughs> And then, boom! He got that just like before well, um, he even got the question out. Rick, go ahead and go ahead and finish your question, yeah, even though we now know that. the answer. Tell us a little bit about. Oh, oh, oh no! I was going to say that he was a rookie uh, pitcher, uh, and he was nicknamed the Bird because of his antics on the pitching mound. Yes, and uh, he, he birded, I, I, maybe if I hadn't said Detroit Tigers. <laughs> now, what would he do on the mound, Rick and Tim? What would he do that Is made this, him look like? Did a he bird? used to talk to the baseball or something? He's a, yeah, he's he's to talk to the baseball. He had these gyrations, and uh, uh, he I, I think his rookie year he won like twenty games. But he, I think he was out of the league about maybe three years later. I think that's like right. One, yeah, I'm like a one hit wonder. I saw him in the park feeding pigeons, <laughs> and he's still just talking away and flailing at that flailing his arms in the air. So not a lot's you know, changed. Uh, I don't know why he didn't last long. I don't know if it was he was injury. Uh, no, it, it was. Yeah, it was crazy that the way – I don't know, Detroit may have had uh, uh, some kind of – Well, I don't know, fell on because, you know, Denny McLean won 31 games, and I don't think he won 31 games after that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. What, what happened What what, what happened? Uh, – that was in 76. Uh, his name was Mark the Bird Fidrich. Bird Fidrich, right. Fidrich, and what he would also do, Rick, you're right, he would talk to the baseball, and he, uh, he would also – Prepare the mound. Yeah, these funny gyrations. Yes. Yeah, he's already had these he funny would. gyrations on the mound. He, he would, would well. He would the bend, dirt. He, he would bend down with his hands and and you know shape the dirt and everything like that. It yeah. Was, uh, you know nobody ever did that kind of thing, but uh, that was it. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he stopped talking to the baseball after. <laughs> he, 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 fizzled, he fizzled out real yeah, quick. Yeah. Or maybe the baseball stopped listening. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. You maybe know the something. baseball started talking back. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mark Rick. Appreciate hey, it, brother. Uh, oh yeah, right, we're gonna. Yeah, have a yeah. great day. All right, thank you. He, that was nice of him to mm-hmm. pay forward the T-shirt. Yes, it was also a bicentennial year. Yes, nineteen seventy-six. That was the year I graduated from high school. Was Everything was red, white, and blue. Okay. Uh huh. All right, we go to Kansas, and Michael is on the line. Michael, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hi, uh, I want to answer the first, very first question you guys got on the circumference of the Earth. Yes. All right, what, uh, Michael? What is the circumference of the Earth? It's twenty-four thousand nine hundred one. That is correct. Way wow. to go. <clears throat> wow. Now, Michael, that means you have won uh, the T-shirt that Rick uh, passed along. Well, thanks, Rick. Okay. Now, so, now, now, so it's tw- 29,000 miles. No, 24,901 miles. 
around the earth. Yeah. When I was growing up, they always just said 24,000, but they should have said 25,000. It's close. Okay. So uh, that's interesting. That's around the belt. Yeah. Right, right around the middle. The equator. Yeah. Right. That's really not that far when you think about it. I know. It. I was Anybody that's be traveling that, from, you know, you from know. the East Coast to the West Coast. And that's yeah. 24, uh, what do you call it, uh, time zones as well. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, uh, Michael, you, uh, now, so when we're finished with you on the air, don't hang up. We're going to put you on hold and get your information. I, I, have, a, I have a question, too. Yes, sure. I just want to make sure you didn't hang up. So what's what's your question okay. for us? Okay. I'm, you know, I'm big fans of this anime and and this anime is Pokemon, and it takes those eight regions, and eight regions fit this real life map. What the regions uh, came uh, from? What is the regions for the map? Okay, I'm afraid I don't know much about anime. Uh, do you guys? Okay. That's ja- that's a Japanese animation. Uh, she and lived artwork. next to me when I was a kid. Anime, <laughs> anime yeah. did. Yeah. So, I, uh, well, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, so Michael, okay, I think you're just going to have to tell us. Yeah, you better tell us. We're not sure about that region. Okay. What sparked that? The four, the first four regions take place in Japan. The fifth is in. New York area. Six is in France. Seventh is in Hawaii. And the eighth one is in England. Okay. Mm. All right. Hey, thanks for that, buddy. Have your good weekend. So is that where you and go looking for Pokemon right there? Might be part of the Pokemon. I or, think so. Yeah, something. Yeah. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on hold, Michael. <clears throat> okay. You uh, get that T-shirt. Yeah, for the uh, T-shirt they get. Yeah, that's interesting about that. Yeah. All right, let's uh, go. Where do we go now? I'm not familiar with that. What? What? what can you? Can I you, can I don't you, know much about can you it. Brief me on it. Anime is a type of Japanese artwork and animation okay. and comic books okay. and stuff. And yeah. <clears throat> and beyond that, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay. Less this is than characters that. with the big eyes and yeah. and that kind of. All thing. All right, so. you're listening to Trivia Friday on American Family Radio. We go back to the phones. All right. How about what do we say? We go to Texas. I'm, I'm Texas ready. Let's today. do that. A little barbecue. A little bar. <laughs> Linda, we'll be at your house at noon for barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is funny. That is so funny. Hey, Linda, <laughs> we've been praying for your area. My uh, wife's cousin in Orange, Texas, sent some pictures and told how many days and days and days they were without power. You guys haven't had water or electricity or heat. And, uh, she was calling to get away from all that. Well, yeah, you were <laughs> hoping not to be reminded of all that. <clears throat> but, hey, but the country's been praying for you guys watching your plight. Thank you. That's appreciated. Yeah, we've been without power. Where I'm at, we didn't have any busted pipes. But I was wearing like five layers to seven layers of clothes when I went out. And at least three to five in the house and three blankets at night. To oh, sleep my under. goodness. Seven, seven layers of clothes yeah. when you, you know, went out? How would you even we, move I, around? <laughs> we had a listener call well, and I, say that they're having their family in the car, and they were out in their car spending the night in their car with the motor running for the heat. Because they had not no dangerous? heat. You know, no, not in, the, not in the wide open. I'd crack not, the window, but, but oh, it's not. Right. 
not not if you're under the carport, obviously you're going to be dead in two hours. Yeah. You know? But. Uh, aye, aye, aye. So well, yeah. Well, I lived in Colorado for fifteen. I lived in Colorado for fifteen years in Aurora, so I learned how to layer properly. Yes. Right, yeah. So when I moved back to Texas, it it wasn't that hard. I just kept. Three different sizes of clothes. Wow. Okay. Everybody looks like the Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> right. It wasn't that bad. Well, let, let me just let me just say this. Say I don't that. I don't I don't think this is I don't think anyone will take offense at this. But I know when I was growing up in New England, my mom would dress us as kids, like you're saying, in layers, and to go play outside in the cold, no matter how cold it was. And we're talking. You had your regular underwear, your long johns, your pants. We had rubber pants to put on. We had the big down jacket and the and the uh, we had the ski mask and everything. And invariably, as soon as she got us outside, we'd knock on the door and say, "Mom, I have to come in and go to the bathroom." And oh. she'd uh, she would she, why didn't you go before you? You know how kids would do. I, I knew where you were going with that because the same story. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much you layer up, your feet are cold. Yes. You can't, you, you just can't, huh? I yeah. Don't know. Anyway. Well, we'd have wool socks and boots and, and, and so anyway. Well, yeah. and here's something you guys haven't thought about in, in years and years. Those black boots with those little snaps yeah. that they would put. And when ice globbed around that, you couldn't unsnap it. You couldn't get to it. It was just so yeah. clumsy. It was hard to snap to begin with. That was about the only snow boots they had back yeah, then. Yeah, that's right. All right, Linda, we, we we probably wasted enough of your time. I, You want to ask, <laughs> I, answer, or do both? <laughs> both. I, I listen to y'all all the time. And and the whole, well, 24-7, I've got the radio on, so I hear wow. all of you. Okay. <laughs> y'all are so much, you're uplifting. Mm. It's so funny. I laugh mm-hmm. all the time, even when it's not the trivia. <laughs> oh, thank you, Linda. Thank you. So what you're saying is we're not really funny. You just laugh all the time anyway, right? <laughs> what you're saying. So that was kind of kind of an insult, Linda. Hey, Linda, you want to ask, answer, or do both? I said both. Which yes. one you want to answer? Well, it was hard to choose because I had at least two that I definitely know the answer to, and one that I think I do. Okay, let's do the one, but I, I'll give it away because I can't pronounce the word. The one that starts with a U. Yes. Here's the question. Here's the question, Linda. What is a medical question? What is the more common name for umbilicus? It is your belly button. Your belly button. Belly button. Exactly oh, right. okay. And here, here's the thing. I'm no medical doctor, but umbilicus lint, that just doesn't flow. <laughs> so I can see why they just gave it a nickname. That just, yeah. Nobody's going to want to say that. That's just going to be. I thought it was going to be umbilical cord, but I guess well, it, it see, comes Tim from Tim almost that. gave it away for me. He, he said, cut your cord. But he yeah. didn't realize that that was the real answer. What, what, what is the word now? It's umbilicus. Yes. Umbilicus is the technical yeah. name did, for did, your belly button. Did Adam have one? No. <laughs> I can tell you. He did not? He did not have okay. one. And right. But they had the perfect marriage because he didn't have to hear about how wonderful her old boyfriends were, and she didn't have to hear about what a great cook his mom was. <laughs> but he had no belly button. Uh, now that there's funny, isn't it, Linda? Yeah, for real, are. that's that's yes, funny. Sir. Yes, yeah. sir. All right, what's your question for us, Linda? Well, let's see if y'all can remember this from a year or two ago, okay, mm-hmm. when I called in. <laughs> let's see, how does it go? Um, it's a question. Okay, everybody was born right-handed. Did you know that? 
No, uh, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. Everyone's born right-handed. Okay, yes, it's just the left-handed people overcame it because they were smarter. Oh, <laughs> I do there remember that, <laughs> and I didn't dare argue because my wife is left-handed. <laughs> I didn't say it the right way, just so I could change it up a little bit to kind of throw you off. So I guess it worked. It, it worked. Did. Yeah. It did. So you're a Southpaw, no doubt. Yes, sir. My mama was, and my brother is also. Great. But the other three, my two sisters and my dad, were not. I have a twin, so she wasn't even. <laughs> she was. She was right-handed. You know, I didn't yes, realize but, the high number of twins that are left-handed. We've got twins, yeah, and our twins wow. showed left-handed tendencies when they were little bitty. Uh, what they'd reach for, they'd grab a crayon and be left-handed, and then it was like crazy high number of of twins that are left-handed. Well, our son Bodie has switched over to be right-handed, and our daughter Tegan, she continues to be, you know, completely left-handed. Only person now in our family that's left-handed. Well, you know, Linda, I don't remember if I told you this last time you uh, brought up this subject uh, for personal reasons, apparently, you know, to, uh, you know, self-aggrandizement and that, Mm -hmm. you know, to brag about your sister and how you're smarter and all. But uh, my my grandmother, my Italian grandmother, she said that when she was going to school, she was left-handed, and they actually beat her to try to get her to switch. She would not... She could not figure out how to go right-handed, and they actually would spank her at school. I went to that same school. <laughs> oh, you? Is that what happened to you? <laughs> yeah, but they beat him in the head. That's that's why that explains a lot. So, did you know that that they used to they used to uh, punish kids who would not switch and learn well, how to call in a priest? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they would oh, yeah, call in a priest. A, no, no, no. <laughs> The nuns were the ones that would put, would hit them with the ruler on the hand all the time. Uh, so ouch! Calling the priest won't help. I'm talking about an, ex- <laughs> I'm talking about an exorcism. Anyway. Hey, anyway. thank you, Linda. You stay warm and uh, stay layered up. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Oh well, thank you so much. One more thing, my twin is not identical. My younger sister that's four years and four months younger is really my twin. We look more alike. We talk alike. We laugh alike. We worship God the same. Oh. And, and I'm an animal whisperer, and she loves animals and has the knowledge about health things more than I. Anyway, wow. okay, that's wow. all for now. All right. That is, thank, thank you, great. Linda. Thank you for that. All right. Uh, Can we reset our questions? Or do you want to take a call? We'll, we'll go take a call. All right. Well, let's go to Mississippi, and Dalton is on the line. Dalton, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hey. Hey, Dalton, you want to ask, answer, or do both? I want to do both. All right. Which question you want to try to answer? Uh, well, I had three of them that I, 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 I kept changing, but I knew them, and I kept, uh, but they all been answered now. So I guess I'll, uh, I'll answer the, uh, the one about the disciples. Okay, uh, uh, Dalton, in the Gospels, how many of the 12 apostles were fishermen by trade? I believe four of them. That is correct. Can you nice. name, can you name, can you you name them, Dalton? Dalton? Uh, it would be uh, Peter, Andrew, James, and John. That is correct. Way well to done, go. sir. Way to go, bro. Way to go. What's your question for us? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's also a biblical question. Uh, the... The pillars on the porch of Solomon's temple, what were the names of those pillars? 
the names of the of the pillars on uh, Solomon's porch. The names. One of, the, of them was Umbolicus, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't. And things of that I, nature. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know they had names. Yeah, I'm interrupting so. this commercial right now. <laughs> My pillars. To tell you about my pillars. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That is good. I didn't see where that was going. Huh? I know they had at the top of it, they had pomegranates carved in. They had elaborate carvings and everything. And uh, a lot going on, but I didn't remember the I didn't know the, the names. names. Uh-uh. I'm going to say truth and justice. <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm thinking and of the then, Supreme Court. And then the, the American way, truth, right, justice, right. and the American hey, way. Hey, you're going to have to tell us, Dalton. Teach us something. Uh, actually, it's in First Kings chapter 8 and uh, verse 21. It says Solomon set up the pillars and called the name of one Jachin and the other name Boaz. Okay. Jachin and Boaz? Yeah. Huh. Wow, that's interesting. Jachin and Boaz. Now, you know, before Boaz was married, he was a ruthless fellow. You know that, don't you, Dalton? Uh, yeah, yeah, sir. You, you can laugh politely. Yeah, yeah, you, don't yeah, have to, yeah, yeah. you don't have to mean it, he Dalton. Was, he was ruthless. <laughs> Get it? Get it, Dalton? Get it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. You can make sure. Hey, Dalton, uh, have yourself a great weekend. Thank you for listening to AFR. Yes, sir. Thank you all. What was the name of that whiskey you just mentioned, Dad? What was the, what was the name? The whiskey. Or what was the name of the what was, the, what was the answer to that question right there? Well, it was Boaz. What was the first something, one? Something in Boaz. Yeah. I, I now I forgot. No, it was the, the two pillars. Two what, pillars. Was, what was the name? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. Boaz. One, it was something a, in Boaz. Something in so Boaz. Three combined brains here. Right. That was 45 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, we can't remember. But it. you know what? Honestly, at my age, when someone says something like that, my immediate thought is, do I need this information? <laughs> and if not, I just don't I just don't enter it into the hard drive. <laughs> Duly noted. All right. Uh, it sounded like a whiskey name to me. That's why I said what I said his answer which none of us can remember and, <laughs> and for the record tim is a teetotaler uh, yes uh, <laughs> i don't drink it i just, I just <laughs> the views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the american family association or american family radio